These are the stories of our adventures as we explore this whole new world of... Key parties? No, that's so 70s. Wild orgies. Well, maybe at some point. But for now, just the world of swinging. We're by no means experts, as you'll quickly discover. And if you're under 18, get off of my lawn. Sorry, that's my best Clint Eastwood impression. This podcast is not for you. You don't want to hear about people our age doing what we do anyway, do you? And for the rest of you, we'd love for you to sit back, relax, pour a drink, and join us. Hi, and welcome to episode two of uh, Two or More to Tango. It's May 22nd, 2015, and it's a warm but overcast evening in our tiny little Midwest town. Our official drink, Mrs. Tango, for episode two. It's a vodka martini made with Tito's vodka. And while we don't get anything from Tito's, if you're a Greg Goose drinker or a Cato One drinker, or if you are really into martinis and Mrs. Jones from WeGotAThing.com, which is a podcast we highly recommend she talks about martinis a lot if you haven't tried tito's we highly recommend that you do thanks for joining us and for all of you who came back from listening to episode one we really appreciate that you gave us a second chance we've been really surprised at the positive reception we've gotten from our first episode at the number of downloads how many different places people have downloaded this and if you haven't listened to episode one I suggest you go back and listen to it because it sets up what we're going to talk about this evening. Right. To recap, we're a couple who've been married for a long time. We've only recently started exploring the swinging lifestyle. We consider the swinging lifestyle as just another way to enhance our sex life and sexual relationship. And even though what we're going to talk about tonight happened a couple of years ago, we are still very new at this. A real quick recap, and, and like they say on TV, previously on Two or More to Tango, what we talked about last time was how we went from uh, some dare contests that Mrs. Tango had with a friend that led to some sexual adventures and re- us really pushing kind of the edge of the envelope of what we did on our sex life and doing some things that seemed pretty daring to us back then. All the way to our clueless adventures at Fantasy Fest where we didn't even realize that a lot of the swinger couples that were hitting on us were swinger were, couples. Were swinger couples to how Mrs. Tango's pierced nipples led to a couple that followed us out of a bar and asked us, are you in the lifestyle? And What lifestyle is that? We didn't have a clue what they meant, which is, as you heard last time, kind of a theme of our, our early steps in doing all of this. And that led to us setting up a profile on a lifestyle board where we met a really nice couple that answered our question, anybody willing to help us? Nice by wifey, <laughs> fulfill, fulfill a fantasy of playing girl, girl. As we talked in the last podcast, there were a lot of replies that were kind of different, but it did lead to a couple that was very, very nice. And particularly the woman was very, very nice and uh, hit it off with you extremely well. Yeah, we, we talked on the phone a lot before we ever met in person. Again, we don't, we didn't know, have a clue what we were doing, but we just knew that you felt very comfortable with, with her. I felt safe. And she made a point that she would go as slow or fast as you wanted to, which was 
pretty important because you were scared shitless. You, <laughs> I mean, it was a really, really scary thing. We look back and, and think, uh, why, you know, how, why were we so scared? But we, we really were. And we talked about that last time. That ended up with us contacting them. And at the end of our last podcast, we talked about how we drove around. We were really nervous and we met with them and we went to a bar and we had drinks with them and we hit it off really, really well. And we ended up in a bar with a very loud band. Me and him, you know, we were just talking about muscle cars and things. And I don't have a clue what you and her were talking about. But at some point, it was just very hard to talk with them because of the band being so loud. And they said, we don't live far. So what would you think about coming back to our house and us continuing our conversation? And if you think about, we were having butterflies to the point of nausea, just driving around thinking about meeting them in the bar. Oh my gosh, we're going to their house. We're going to their house. Now, the plan was only drinks and getting to know them. We didn't have this no play on first date rule back then. Who knew you were supposed to have rules? Yeah. So when they said, uh, let's go to the house to talk, yeah, there was some nervousness because, okay, we've met a couple. This is really, really new to us. We didn't know this world even existed. And now not only have we met the couple, but they've inv- invited us back to their house. With butterflies in our stomach, we got in our car and we... Followed them back to their house. And they opened a bottle of wine. She, as I recall, lit some incense that smelled really nice. And we just kind of sat around uh, in their den and talked like two couples that, that had gotten to know each other and really hit it off really, really well right from the beginning. And we talked for hours. We did. We talked about their backgrounds. They shared that, that she had only been with four other women. women. She shared that of the four other couples that they had played with. And again, their rules were girl, girl only. They had a one couple that they talked about that broke the rules and the guy wanted to be all touchy feely on her, even though that wasn't welcome. And they kind of ran them out. So, you know, we had a good discussion about that. We talked about Vegas. We talked about just life in general and we drank wine And we enjoyed them the way you would enjoy spending the evening with a couple that you really, really get along with. And then about 3 a.m., Mrs. Tango was sitting on the sofa with her. We'll call her S. Is that right? S? Yes. 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 Remember S&M? S&M. That's where their initials. He and I were sitting in chairs. I don't know that we arranged it that way, but it just happened that the two of you were sitting there. By design on my part, truly oh, and honestly. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. We, we've not even talked about that. Yeah. Well, I'm very impressed. Even though we didn't expect anything to happen that night. Yes. It was probably three in the morning, and we'd had at least one bottle of wine, plus we'd had drinks at the bar, and we really enjoyed the evening. I think that Mrs. Tango and I were thinking, you know, this isn't as scary as we thought. I mean, these people are kind of normal. They're a lot like us in many, many ways. So about 3 a.m., what I remember is we started to get up, told them we were having a great time, but it's 3 o'clock in the morning or so, probably time for us to head home. Then I looked over at the sofa. And she had leaned into me and asked um, if she could kiss me. and Which I I didn't hear that. I just knew we were about to go. 
And the next thing I know is I look over at the sofa and the two of you guys were making out. Yeah. I was like very, very cool. I was, <laughs> was going to say surprised, but it was very cool. It didn't occur to me that, frankly, at that point, since we did, we were so clueless. I don't know what I was thinking other than, okay, my wife is sitting on the sofa with this very hot woman and they're making out. And if that's all that happens tonight, that's still very cool. But things, things progressed fairly, fairly quickly. She, she started kissing, kissing me and I was kissing back and, um, she, I don't remember whether I had a button down the front shirt or a pullover. over the You top. had on your black top, the, the black top that was kind of the see-through, uh, had a little cowley thing at the top. And oh, yeah. Very tight. Yeah, and, I know what... uh, in fact, what we should do is on the website, maybe we'll put a picture up. We have a picture of you that oh. doesn't show your face. Yeah. Of you getting ready with that top on. And if you look really closely, you can see your very new pierced nipples through that top. So that's I, the top you had on that okay. night. No I, bra. I don't remember that, but apparently you do. I remember that top really, really well. So I had that, I had that top on and I had on jeans and, and some really cool, um, very high heels, high heels, um, stiletto, uh, black with white polka dot stilettos. Oh, I remember those now. Yeah. And anyway, you guys were making out and I looked over at, uh, M. M and he looked over at me and smiled and, and we both kind of looked at each other like, okay, this is pretty cool. As you guys, and, and when you hit, to kind of go back, when, when you had made out with other women in the contest that we talked about in the, in the previous podcast, it was very, very brief. It Little was very brief, snippets. but it, it really was all about you going up to a stranger and doing it for a contest. It wasn't you making out with another woman because the two of you were really into each other and sexually wanted to make out. And so me and the other guy sat there, just kind of sat back with our glass of wine and said, okay, we're going to put our feet up and watch. We didn't have popcorn, but we just kind of <laughs> sat back and watched. And then things progressed, as I recall, and I don't remember who did it first, but I remember the next thing you know, you guys were playing with each other's tits. I don't remember whose top came up first. Do you? I do not. I do remember you were very, you were, you were pretty freshly pierced. Yes, it was within a month, uh, within a month. And she had asked the question, is it okay if I lick your nipples? And I know in the back of your mind, the answer was no, because you really weren't supposed to do that because you had told me. You but know. heck no, I wasn't going to say that. And your answer was, oh, yeah, that's really cool. In fact, the doctor recommends that you do that. <laughs> so the next thing I know, she has your top up. You're playing with her tits. You're, she's playing with yours. And she's sucking on your nipples. You were looking rather happy. You guys made out. And we're playing with each other on top for a while on the sofa. And then at some point, she started working her way down from your tits down to your tummy. I don't know what you were thinking at that point. Deer in the headlights. <laughs> Did you know at that point what was going to happen? I don't think so. But 
As soon as she undid my pants, I did. Yeah, that was a good, that was kind of a tip. I think I remember you talking about at some point she had asked, do you want to go to the bedroom? And you told her no. No, we were not comfortable with that. It, I think that was just a little bit too overwhelming, too fast. And she was just, you, you could not have asked for a better first. She's all about making me feel comfortable with doing right. this. So the next thing you know, she was working her way down and she sucked on your nipples and you played with her nipples. You got her making out. And then she started working her way down and she was kissing on your tummy. As I recall, she would always kind of look up and say, is this okay? I think I remember that. Yes, I think you're right. I have a feeling if at any time you had said, okay, this is a little bit too fast. Should totally have said, would have backed Should off. have been totally fine. And so she worked her way down. And this was, I mean, you got made out for probably 20 minutes. The next thing I know, she is on her knees in front of you. And she's on the floor. You're on the sofa. She's got your pants pulled down. She didn't take them off, right? No. So she just pulled them all the way down to your heels. She was licking on your pussy through your panties at that time. And then she pulled your panties down. And Mrs. Tango was looking at me like, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to to recall exactly what happened. It's hard to believe that I don't remember the exact things that happened. But she was really good at what it what she was doing. To that point. Now, I had never seen you with another woman. Because I'd never been with one. I'd never seen two women doing this in person at all. Suddenly, this woman is going down on you. I mean, this was the kind of thing where you look at it and you go, like we said in the last podcast, does this, this doesn't really happen in real life. So here's, here's Mrs. Tango on the sofa with her top up, her nipples exposed. She wasn't wearing a bra that night with a very hot woman who is on the floor in front of the sofa with Mrs. Tango's legs spread out with her jeans pulled down and her panties pulled down. Mrs. Tango kind of leaned back with this look of total bliss and she's going down on your pussy. I remember she was licking your pussy and next thing I know you had a major orgasm and then I remember her sliding her fingers into your pussy and going back and forth and fucking you with her fingers while she was looking on your pussy. And you had another orgasm. I think I remember a lot of that better than you do. Cause I was sitting and watching you were kind of leaned back with your eyes closed, just taking it all in. As she continued to do this, you had orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. I don't think I'd ever seen you. You must. How many orgasms did you have that night? Five or six. She was really, really good at what she did. She was really good at what she did. Plus, here it was your fantasy. I think you kind of felt bad that you didn't reciprocate. I did. But she, um, and I, I said something to her about it. And she said, no, 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 don't worry about it. We'll get there later <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> something like that. So anyway, after you'd had about six orgasms, I think there was a point at which it was kind of like, please stop or uh, I'm uh, never walking yeah. again. <laughs> we stopped and pulled your pants up. I think we had another glass of wine. We said, okay, we've got to go home. It was probably 4 a.m. by now. That action all took about an hour, a very, very good hour, I might add. 
And One of the better I hours of our so lives. I so wish that we had videoed that or something so we could look at it again. So we left and we got in the car and we drove home and it was probably a 20 or 30 minute drive. And I think there was just a little bit of you and I looking at each other going, did this really happen? Is this real life? Yeah, it was, it was just kind of surreal. It was not what we expected that night. It was it was really hot, but it just felt a little unreal. Again, one of our our stereotypes of swingers was was broken. These were just really, really normal people. They were very, very much like us. They were not people that you would ever pick out in a mall or a bar or something as swingers. I think we would have gotten along really, really well with them had we had just known them in our vanilla life. Uh, we decided, okay, we're going to do this again. Now, in between, you and S exchanged emails and talked about things. We just talked about how we should play next and where we should play and we we planned something for a month or so later, and and uh, so we we went. I went prepared. I uh, took a sexy black ninety and fancy. had your little fuzzy high heels, your yeah, little my uh, marabou feather heels, <laughs> and uh, we we had an evening with S and M. Not with S and M. We need different initials because we did not go to S and M with them. We we had so we went back to their house to have another date. The difference was this time the whole intent was to go to the bedroom and for you two to play. So we got there and we sat and we had hors d'oeuvres and we had had a couple glasses of wine and and we talked a long. We time. did, we did. Uh, it was it was well after midnight before we um, and uh, so we uh, it, we decided it was time to go play and so S and I went upstairs and we we changed and into lingerie and and our respective fancy heels and um we the guys came in and they had uh we had talked beforehand uh about videotaping it and so somehow in the discussion we talked about that and they said oh we think that'd be really cool to have a video this time if you guys would make a copy for us as odd as it sounds, even though we'd only met them this couple of times, we felt very comfortable in trusting them. They very, felt very comfortable in, in trusting us. So this time we did have a, a video camera to video it, and we've put the video on our TV to look at. So this time we can say what really happened, because we've got it on the video as we're talking. And as we're looking, the two of them are making out. And we'll be able to actually say, this is exactly what happened. And we won't argue with each other about, no, you didn't do that. You, you did this. So we, as Mrs. Tango said, they, they went into the bedroom. They changed it into the laundry and the shoes. And then they invited the guys in. As I recall, she put a red light in. It was a red light bulb. Which just created kind of a very soft kind of, of, of light. And then the two of you started and you just really started taking your time making out i i think as i recall even though we were in the bedroom and we had a play date you still weren't sure how comfortable you were with going down on her is that right right since this is was a this has never happened before 
uh, event. Um, I wasn't sure what I was doing, how to do what I was about to do. Um, I mean, how do you know? Whether I would like it, whether I would love it. Whether um, you'd be good at it. Whether I'd be good at it. So how much of your worry was that you would go down on her and you would not be able to do to her what she did to you? There was some performance anxiety. (laughs) You don't think about women having performance anxiety. The thing that, that struck me, and we'll talk about this when we talk about our club date, the two of you were very, very sensual. When we talk about our club date in the next podcast, I don't think that was how that went. That was really kind of wild. That was primal, not sensual. It was very, very sensual. You know, as we're looking at it, you know, right now, you're you're going down on, on her tits right now. And if you look at her face, you can just tell that, you know, her eyes are closed. Her head is dropped back. She is just so totally into feeling what you're doing to her and you know her hand in your hair as you're going down on her nipples you gotta spend a lot of time just kissing just going down on each other's nipples there was no rush about this there was no rush to okay i've I've got to go down on her and give her an orgasm you guys just really enjoyed each other we did and um we we did get to the to the lower halves of our body bodies, but it wasn't it wasn't a race to get there. You know, I, I think guys are really bad about uh, not me, of course. And in, in case you guys ever meet <laughs> us and want to play with us, you know, guys are tend to be all about getting to the orgasm. And I think one of the things with us guys is is we're, if we're playing with a woman and going down on a woman, we're we're so focused on getting to that orgasm. You guys are just enjoying the feeling of being with each other at some point after a lot of i think it's the guy thing i call all this foreplay you know for women it's all play you know for a guy anything up to getting to the orgasm is foreplay and i I think for women with i think the great thing about a woman playing with another woman i don't know if there's any such thing as foreplay you know for the for the two of you it was just about enjoying each other's body. And she was, uh, she had really big boobs. She was a very voluptuous woman. Um, Ooh, voluptuous. What can I, I say? I own a thesaurus. Guys say big tits. You say voluptuous. But, uh, you know, I never had tits in my mouth before. So everything the, was new. Everything was new. Well, you had, you had kind of done that. When you were on the sofa? Yeah, but this was different. This was different. Yeah. And then at at some point, all of a sudden, you were on your back and she was down on you again, which is something you had experienced before, but not like this. Again, she took her time. I I just want to sit and watch the video. Maybe I'll hit pause and just watch the video, but we may not ever get back to the podcast (laughs) again if we do that. No. And, And you were playing with your nipples. While she was doing that, and it was very, very clear. I mentioned how when you were going down on her nipples, going down on her nipples, when you were licking and sucking on her nipples, how she just kind of had her head thrown back and her eyes closed. 
running her hands through your hair. She was hair. just enjoying the, the, the experience. She was just in that sensual moment, enjoying the feeling of your tongue and your lips on her nipples, and was just totally lost in that moment. And when I look at this on the video of you're going down, of her going down on you, you've got your hands on your nipples, your eyes are closed, and, and you're just, you're just completely lost in that moment. She, she reached her arm, her hands up and she was grabbing your arms. At one point, you guys grabbed hands and were just kind of pulling on each other as she was down on you. You put your hands back. You can tell you just totally lost in the feeling. Again, you're such a man. This sounds like play by play. It is play by play. <laughs> so she went down on you. Obviously, totally enjoyed it. I, I don't think at this point there was any thought about what comes next. I think you were just enjoying what was happening. I don't know what you mean by what comes next. Were there in terms of it, it, us flipping? Well, I knew that eventually I, I mean, was going it, to be going down on her. Did and, you know at that? Oh, yeah. Had you made up your mind at that point you were going to go down on her? Duh. Duh. Okay. And so at this point, you, you had your hands clasped, and it is actually amazingly intimate how you two were with each other. And it was it was very interesting for me in that there was no f- jealousy or no well, like the last time, I've never brought you, I hate to admit this on the air, but people, I've never brought Mrs. Tango to six orgasms <laughs> within an hour. I really haven't. My friend S is really good. I think she brought you kind of to the edge of the orgasm, and then at some point, you just kind of threw your head back, grabbed the sheets, and just major, major orgasm. I think there were a couple of them. At least. (laughs) I will say this. I think that's the point, actually, after you had your orgasm and she slid up on you and the two of you were kissing after that, where you you leaned over and asked her, when we went to your house last time, did you know that what was going to happen was going to happen? I don't remember. I do do remember you you telling me about that. I don't remember. (laughs) And I remember on the video the point where you can actually see you talking to her and her laughing. And she shook her head and she said, no, she had no idea when we went to their house that night, that first night when she went down on you on the sofa, that that was going to happen. It was very, very spontaneous. It just I have fond memories of that sofa. My uh, (laughs) my friend, my friend S and I are our Facebook friends. And recently I she posted a photograph of something and that sofa was in the photograph. (sighs) Ah. At that point, then, the two of you started making out again. Then you're immediately, you're kissing on her, and you were kissing on her nipples. Again, she was in the moment. She was leaning back. She had her arms stretched out. She looked like some 40s femme fatale, frankly, particularly since when we took the video, we had to put it in kind of a black and white mode because of the red light. A little bit of sepia tone A little sepia tone. There was no huge rush. You know, if it was a guy, he'd be immediately down to her pussy. You know, you took your time, you were sucking on her nipples, and then you slowly worked your way down, and she had no idea that you were going to go down on her, because the two of you had talked about, were you comfortable doing that? Just and, whatever And whatever she was happened, Again, happened. she was very cool with, we can take our time, there's no rush. 
And the next thing you know, you're licking on her thighs. She got her head rolled back. You slid your way down and pulled her panties down. And the next thing you know, for the very first time, you had your tongue and lips on a pussy. Was it what you thought it would be? No. I did not know that not everybody is made like I am. I don't Um, know what that means. (laughs) Everybody's clit and labia and all that is different. Now, labia is woman taught for pussy, right? Yes. (laughs) And uh, uh, she wasn't made like I am. Uh, Everything was very compact and small and tight. And I see, I have, I I think you're pretty compact and tight myself. You realize that pussies are different from woman to woman and you didn't have any idea. You know, for us guys, we assume that you women know all this kind of stuff. Here it is. You, for the first time you're going down on a woman. I don't remember. Was she shaved? She was. Mostly. Was it the kind of thing? Well, let's look at the video. Jim, let's go back go, to the. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> Jim, let's go to the tape and take a look. So she she had uh, one of those things where she had a little bit of triangle of hair on the top, but the yeah, but so. the pussy lips were 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 shaved. The other thing I noticed, she pulled your hair back. She really was getting into watching you go down on her. And I don't know do you, when the first time you do this. Are you just doing what you think, okay, this is what I think would feel good to me? That's some of it. That's really all of it. Or you Since... know, how much of it was watching, okay, she's responding to this. You've done this more than once now, but back then. So I was just trying stuff that I thought she might like, that I knew that I probably would like, and apparently it worked. You gave her a major major arching her back orgasm her hips started moving she started arching her back and grabbing a hold of her tits and her back came way way up and she just had a major major orgasm and i don't know if it was as obvious to you being down on her as it was to me and her husband watching no i had no idea because I don't think she made a lot of noise. She didn't. She was not very loud. You could just see the, the movement of her from her pussy up through her hips up to her pussy. I mean, to her tits. It was just started. There was just a movement that just started as you were, were going down on her. And, and she was having a major orgasm. I think at that point, I don't know if it was at that point or at the very end that she asked you, are you sure you've never done this before? <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that. I mean, I, I think there was a point at that which... That was funny. I think there was a point at which she's, she was like, okay, you did that way, way, way better than somebody who has never, ever done this before. Damn, girl. So you went you went down on her twice. After you went down on her and she came, and the two of you then kissed and kind of made out, and then 
kind of just really kind of chatted with each other a little bit. And then you started back again. And then you went back down on her, which I think surprised her because it was like, okay, I'm the one who's supposed to be teaching you about all of this. Aim for the fences. So you went down on her a second time, gave her a second orgasm. I think the second one you, you, you heard and felt more than the first one. I did. I did. I mean, the second one, she was, she was a lot louder. When you went back down on her the second time, she just went bananas. And then after that, the two of you kind of joined back up, started kissing a bit again. And I think at that point it was like, okay, you, you both understood we're kind of done for the evening and you sat and chatted a little bit and smiled and laughed and, and had the moment together. It was interesting for the guys. I don't know if you were even aware that we were in the room. Heck no. I I guess that's a, you know, and, and that's interesting to me. We've never done this before. And here you are on the bed having amazing sex with another woman. And you've got two guys that are in the room watching. You didn't seem to feel self-conscious about that at all. I mean, were you even thinking about us watching? Seriously, didn't know you guys were there. Yeah, which, which, again, we talk about, you know, things that, that surprise us. And, and there's a part of Mrs. Tango's very, very exhibitionist. But I don't think this was a case where... It was your exhibitionist streak, and you were doing this and kind of getting off on the guys watching. I mean, you had a guy that No, you, I've been there, done that, Yeah, but this wasn't it. Yeah, I mean, because there, there could have been a thing of, okay, here's a guy in the room, in addition to me, that you've only been around once, that is watching you having sex with another woman. You could have realized, I am really uncomfortable having somebody like that watch. Nope, no stage fright. So major learning here is as, as we go forward. And, and when we talk about, you know, going into clubs and things, I think one of the things that we have learned is you don't seem to really have, I mean, you either get off on it because of the exhibitionism or it just doesn't seem to bother you at all that other people are watching. It's like we said last time, when everybody else is doing it, it's no big deal. And in that room, it was you and her. So that was pretty much everybody. Yeah, no big deal. So, except for it was a big deal. And then at that point, the two of you kind of hugged on each other, kissed a little bit, kind of sat and chatted. You know, the guys were kind of sitting and looking at each other going, how lucky are we, huh? And, <laughs> uh, you know, one thing I, I remember as we're talking now, so we, the guy, we went back into the kitchen where we'd actually sat and talked around the kitchen table that night. We had had the wine yeah. and we we're sitting yeah. on the kitchen table, told stories, had a great time. And we went back into the kitchen and S came in. The, the two of you came in. You're still wearing your 90s and everything. And it was kind of funny because she said something along the lines of she felt a little awkward and embarrassed being in her 90 <laughs> in front of us in the kitchen. It was like, okay, I've just been here naked. I've been having sex with another woman. And this makes you uncomfortable. And now I feel a little awkward being in the kitchen in my 90. And so it was probably, I don't know, 4 a.m. at that time. Mm-hmm. You got dressed and we went, got in the car. Off we went again. For the second time, we were in the car driving home. 
And did that really happen? And thinking, did this really happen? You were no longer, well, after the first time you, you had, you can't say that you, I mean, after the first time you'd been with a woman. But that was kind of spontaneous. She went down on you on the sofa. It was a little bit different. Yeah, because I was an active participant this time. Yeah, the last time you kind of, she kind of went down on you and, and it was kind of all about you just kind of laying back and her doing it. Enjoying. To you. Yes. This time it was the two of you playing with each other. And to quote Jill Soluble and Katy Perry, you kissed a girl and you liked it. <laughs> I don't know that the first one said that. I and don't and that you song. realized that you could do this. The two of you continued to talk. You started sharing fantasies in email. You talked. Different, we talked about all sorts of different things. Like, things we might do in the future. Maybe finding uh, toys we would like to play, like the Sabian that we have or a strap on dildo. Uh, just, we just talked about a lot of things. I mean, it was, it, we thought we had a really cool thing here because the two of you hit it off so well. The, the, the four of us were so very, very comfortable with each other. Again, we still didn't quite understand what the lifestyle was, but we knew we, that we were, uh, two couples that really, really got along. They liked to go to vineyards and kind of about going on a weekend. And we would have been, you know, in our vanilla lives, we, we would have been friends. We had really kind of the perfect situation of a couple that we had met. We were very, very lucky that our, our very first encounter with somebody that we met online went so well and that we hit it off so well. But then. And so we had all kind of plans of the two of you sharing fantasies with each other of, oh, man, I've always wanted to try a strap-on. I've always wanted to do this. And so in our mind, we had, man, we're going to have date after date. The two of you are going to go explore all kind of fantasies with each other. You're very comfortable with each other. And then we had a major job loss. This is around the time when the economy crashed and we ended up having to move. And suddenly we were totally preoccupied with, holy crap, we're out of work. We got to find another place to live. We have a huge mortgage we got to pay. We got a kid in college and life changed. And without going into all that, because you don't listen to a podcast, listen to crap like that. But the bottom line is, what we thought was going to turn into a long-time relationship with another couple, we moved far enough away that playing with them on a regular basis was not practical. So our focus became new community, meeting new people, new job. And so we had a gap in which the lifestyle was just really not a priority for us. However, after we got into the new community, after we got into the new job, we kind of said, you know, that was kind of fun, kind of fun. And we started talking about, okay, where do we go from here? And that's when we started listening to podcasts like uh, SwingerCast. We started listening and we started thinking about, okay, what would we think about going further than just the girl-girl thing? No idea what that would be like. No idea what there would be jealousy issues no idea how do we even go forward with that. And we did uh, start listening to SwingerCast.com, listening to their stories. And one of the great things about their podcast is if you search their podcast, 
you'll find certain episodes. I just off the top of my head remember number 101 of swingercast.com. And that's swinger, swinger, swinging for newbies. It's something something like like that. Swinging for newbies. And we actually submitted, we started talking with them. They're great people. We sent them some questions and email. They were very kind and generous and they have literally a bazillion listeners. Literally. A bazillion. A bazillion. And they were always very kind in answering our questions, including a couple we had on air that I think back to and go, God, that was a stupid question. (laughs) And we started thinking about, okay, how do we try something else? And we started thinking about going to a club. And we started talking about playing with other couples as opposed to just the girl-girl thing. And again, you don't have any idea. Okay, so if I watch Mrs. Tango sucking another guy's cock, am I going to think, but before we even get there, um, until we were in this, until we went to this club that we haven't got to that story yet, I had never had sex with another man. Oh, that's a very good point. Besides Mr. Tango. You talk about a conservative couple. Our sexual experience before all this was each other very limited. So not only did I not know what I would think about her going down another guy, and yeah, you know, guys, if if you're a guy and you're listening to this, you think, ooh, that would be so hot to watch my woman having sex with another guy. But until you do it, you don't really know. Until that really happens, you don't know whether you're going to think, I don't know if I really like the fact that that guy's cock is 10 times the size of mine <laughs> and her eyes are rolled back <laughs> in the back of her head in the way that's never happened with me. I don't know if I'm going to suddenly feel very insecure and she's going to think the next time I fuck her, she's going to go, is it in? <laughs> is it even there? <laughs> I mean, you just don't know, right? <laughs> you don't know if she's going down on another guy and she's really enjoying it. And that guy's eyes are rolled back in his head. How are you going to feel about that? She doesn't know what she's going to think if your eyes are rolled in the back of your head and some other sexy woman is sucking your cock, whether she's going to feel like, wait a minute. That's mine. Because when you've been married a long time, and if you do have a very close relationship, your your sexual relationship with each other is very special. And there seems to be, when you first think about this, a contradiction. Our sexual, and you're raised that way, particularly in a conservative relationship, a conservative background. Our sexual relationship with each other is really, really special. It's just us. But it still is just us. And that's the point. You might come and join us, but, but it, not to be crass about it, yeah. but frankly, you're our sex toys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if, and we don't mind being your sex toys. Exactly. And like with, with S&M, we really enjoyed them. We really got along with them. We had a relationship with them. As we'll talk about in future podcasts, we've, we've met some couples that we really, really get along with. We really enjoy, but we understand when it comes to sex that we hope that we are their sex toys. We're the best sex toys they've ever had that, that we enhance their sex life. And then when we're done playing, the two of them go back and they talk about how great that was in terms of of their own sex life 
and how it how that's enhanced their sex life. We don't have any goal or intent to replace either one of them. And for the two of us, and we'll talk about this in, in future podcasts, we've seen each other have sex with other people. We're very, very secure with each other. And here's the thing about if you're going to, if you're thinking about getting into the lifestyle, you have to be together. It's not a, well, I'm going to take one for the team. Hubby wants yes. to do this. Wifey wants to do this. So I'm going to do this to make them happy. You're in it for the wrong reason. This has to be a both of you decision. If, I mean, when you look at where we are today, we have shared many tears and many laughs. We have shared many joys and many sorrows. We've gone through a lot of ups and a lot of downs. There's no way the two of us are ever going to be separate from each other. And Yeah, he signed a contract. Yeah. And, you know, we have the kind of relationship that there's nothing that's ever going to separate us. And I think you need to be at that point in your relationship to get into this. I think if, you're getting all Dr. Phil on him. Yeah, yeah. I hate Dr. Phil. <laughs> you know, I'm Dr. Tango. Um, <laughs> hey, I got my doctorate degree. I can be Dr. Tango. Um but but in all seriousness, and not to get too heavy here, if, if you're listening to this and you're going to go through this journey with us, we didn't know this. I mean, even as, as long as we've been together, if and we'll talk about the, in, in our next podcast, we're going to talk about going to a club. And the very first time we played with another couple or we really we really played with another couple. It wasn't just the girl girl thing, I, you know, for the girl girl thing. I don't think there's that much of a threat. You know, I, I've heard of some guys who get kind of threatened by seeing. Well, their... we talked about um, a couple uh, from Fantasy Fest in the last episode. Um, where, the, that... where the guy just didn't even want you to kiss her. Yeah. To kiss, that it, to kiss his wife. And but for the most part, you know, when you think about your wife with another woman and we and we weren't thinking about a long term relationship. We were thinking about. You know, our our profile was, would you be willing to come help my wife fulfill this fantasy? And we didn't know if that'd be more than one or two dates. And it just happened that we really hit off with this couple really well. Even as secure as we were, we didn't know what the next step would be. Our next step was talking about, okay, where do we go from here? And do we play with another couple where the two of us are playing with another couple? So we uh, registered to go to Naughty in New Orleans last summer, but we had never played with another couple. So we thought uh, we've just committed to spend a whole boatload of money to go to New Orleans. and With 750 other swinger couples. We might better figure out before we go whether this is something that we really want to do. I mean, all we'd ever done was the girl-girl play. So we decided next step. How do we find another couple? And there's a couple of approaches. One, you can do the online thing, and we'll talk about that. But the route that we decided to go was to find a swinger club. Our next podcast will be about our adventure doing that. And to give a little bit of a teaser, kind of like we did the last time, we did go to a club. We had heard from a lot of people, including uh, the podcast and things we had read. Donnie Wahlberg features in this story. I don't 
recall how Dolly Walter features, so I'll have to listen to the next one, too, to figure that out. I don't have a clue how Donnie Wahlberg features into this. But we did. Mr. Tango is a lovely man, but Donnie Wahlberg is a bad boy. No, I can be bad. I don't have pierced nipples or anything. But anyway. It's Donnie Wahlberg. Right. But anyway, please hang in there with us. So we decided that we were going to try a club. We asked a lot of questions, and we knew that when you go to a club, don't expect the first time you go to a club to connect with another couple. If you go and you just go to a playroom, you have sex with each other, it's still a really, really hot night. Easy peasy. We got very, very lucky, and our very first time to a club, and we'll talk about again how, once again, how nervous we were, how anxious we were, how... Holy crap, are we really going to do this? We were. And we actually, that very first time we went, we connected with another couple. They were really nice. Went to a group room with them, had sex with them in a room, in a group room with a whole bunch of beds and a whole bunch of other people and had a wonderful time with them. And that will be what our next podcast will be about. In future podcasts, we'll talk about our trip to Naughty in New Orleans last year and some really amazing times that we had there. Come to our website at two or more to tango.com, which is exactly like it sounds. T-W-O. T-W-O. Or actually, I registered the number two website also just so that we... New information. Yes. So just so that we catch people. So come to our website at two or more to tango.com we'll have links to the swingercast.com podcast also links to when we mentioned a bunch of podcasts last time that we listened to we did not mention swap foo which, oh my gosh these are a couple that are really fun we we got a chance to meet with them just uh, a little bit they're yeah. part of the swingercast group for naughty new orleans we're really looking forward to getting to know them better like the swingercast guys they have one of the major swinging podcasts that are out there for us not to listen to them and try to do our own podcast is like trying to start a internet search site and not having ever looked at google you, you really ought to check out the swap food podcast and and we'll have their link on our uh, show notes and also on our website, tourmortatango.com. We would encourage you to give us a review on iTunes. Apparently, if people give re- good reviews on iTunes, it's easier for you to find us. And uh, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast and join us as we talk about our, our path forward. Don't forget, we've got a thing and the hidden swing and average swingers who are really only average if absolutely crazy in a fun way. Is average. Yeah, the av- average swingers are absolutely freaking crazy. In but a, they are so fun. In a great way. We and, can't wait to meet them in New Orleans. Well, actually, they're not going to be in New Orleans. No. Yeah, they, they're not going to be in New Orleans. He was on the stage being crazy last time, but apparently they're not going to come to not in New Orleans this year, which is a real shame. Well, uh, dang. If everybody wants to take up a, a, a collection and send them money to get them to, to, to not in New Orleans, we'd certainly support that. With that, we've reached the end of our second podcast. We thank you guys for joining us. And I have an empty glass. We really appreciate you guys joining us. Again, I know this is kind of rough. We're still learning how to do this. 
we appreciate you coming with us again. Our next podcast, we'll talk about our first club visit. And thanks for letting us tell you our stories. Thanks for letting us tell us tell you our stories. It, You're great for, foreplay. Yeah, we really, <laughs> we really enjoy talking about this stuff, and and it helps us. And we would love to get your comments. We'd love to get your emails. We we can. We're very happy to share our experiences with you in email. If you're new to the lifestyle, we're, we're very happy to, to share our experiences with you. Oh, and the one thing I almost forgot, and we'll end with this, and it's it's kind of a, a good place to close. The whole thing we talked about tonight was us putting a profile up on a web on a uh, swinger web board years ago, saying, you know, the wifey's very bi; she'd love to experience fulfilling her fantasy with another woman. We never, ever expected that would mean that at one point we'd be playing with other couples and have a sixum in New Orleans. And recently... Wait, what? What? Playing with two other couples? We That will come in probably two podcasts from now. Oh, my gosh. But we we, re- we very recently... Not only did we... Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, we had a sixum. Um, but... We recently had a uh, note from another couple on a lifestyle website where they said, we're very new to this. We've never played with anybody, but the wifey is very bi-curious and we're looking for somebody where the wife would be very comfortable introducing her to playing with another woman with the guys comfortable just watching to begin with, maybe the women finishing them off pick after me, they pick play. Pick me, pick me, Yeah. And it is almost exactly the profile that we put up years ago that introduced us into the lifestyle. And we've recently connected with them. And in the whole... Uh, pay it forward? Play it forward nature, we've responded to them. And hopefully in a future podcast, we'll be able to talk about how we've been able to do for them what somebody did for us years ago. And we hope that you will join us for podcast number three. Anything else that we missed tonight? Nope. Thank you very much. Uh, We hope you have a great night and we hope you come back and join us again. Thanks. Bye.